Hello everyone, my name is Stephanie Perez and I am a junior in civil engineering at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. This summer, I worked with Dr. Bartelt Hunt and her graduate student, Nasrin Nadari, in investigating an efficient method for extracting microplastics from soil or sediment samples. To begin, I'll explain what microplastics are. So microplastics are tiny particles of plastic that result from the breakdown of plastic debris and they're typically less than five millimeters in diameter. Some concerns we have with microplastics are that microplastics have the potential of carrying contaminants. Uh, in addition, microplastics have been found in animals due to consumption and toxic and endocrine disrupting substances can be released from microplastics. Now I'll move on to explain microplastic contamination in soils. So microplastics have been found in soils and there's a lack of research studying the effects of microplastic contamination in soils. In addition, existing microplastic soil extraction techniques have limitations or have not been comprehensively evaluated. So the objective of this research is by implementing new methodologies based on the known limitations and techniques, we will test three methods for extracting microplastics from soils to determine which of the three is the most effective method. Now we'll move on to explain my experimental methodology. So first we begin by generating different types of microplastics and once you've generated all types, we mix them together. Once mixed, we spike a set amount of microplastics in sand samples and we spike a set amount of microplastics in dried and milled soil samples. Then we test our desired method of interest. Our first method of interest is oleophilic extraction. Our second is centrifugation without oxidation. And our third is centrifugation with oxidation. Once we get the resulting solution from each method, we filter the solution and save the filters for analysis. Now I'll explain my extraction method. So my first method is oleophilic extraction and this method begins by adding soil and sand samples um, to our flask and we spike them with a set amount of microplastics. Then we add ultra pure water and canola oil and we shake the mixture. And once our mixture looks something like this, we pour it into a separatory funnel where it will separate into layers. Down here we should have a sediment layer and above that we should have uh, our water layer and then above that we should have our oil layer oil layer and what we hope with this method is that all the microplastics will accumulate in the oil layer and therefore we can just discard our water and sediment layer. Our second method of interest is centrifugation without oxidation and this method begins by uh, adding soil and sand to centrifugation tubes um, and so in this photo our first three tubes are our sand samples and our last three tubes are our soil samples. Once we add that we spike them with a set amount of microplastics. And then we add deionized water to the tubes and centrifuge them using this machine. After they're centrifuged, we filter the supernatant. And then we repeat that same procedure using sodium chloride and zinc bromide. Our third method of interest is centrifugation with oxidation. And this method is very similar to our second method, except that before being centrifuged our samples are oxidized. So first we begin by adding soil or sand to our tubes and then spiking them with a set amount of microplastics. Then to oxidize first we add two milliliters of aqueous iron oxide solution and two milliliters of 30 percent hydrogen peroxide solution. And in this photo here you'll see bubbles forming in the tubes and this is um, a reaction occurring due to the mixture of all those solutions. 
Then after that, we place our tubes at an oven at 65 degrees Celsius for three hours. And in this photo here, these are our tubes after being oxidized. And if the reason we oxidize our samples is to remove, separate all the organic matter from our soil samples. So if you look closely at this picture, you'll see that just that is happening. Right above the soil, a thick dark layer has formed and that thick dark layer is all the organic matter being separated from the soil sample. After our samples are oxidized, we centrifuge using deionized water and then filter the supernatant. And then we repeat that procedure using sodium chloride and zinc bromide. Now I'll move on to explain our limitations and results. So a couple limitations we had with our first method, oleophilic extraction, is that polymers with high densities were not easily separated in our mixtures. In addition, the stopcock was often clogged with sand or soil particles. This is especially true for our soil samples due to soil particles being a lot finer than our sand particles. Another limitation we had um, with our second method and a limitation really that we had with our first and second method is that they both weren't oxidized and because they weren't oxidized microplastics might have been absorbed by the organic material and thus cost less recovery in the end. For our results our filters were analyzed using a light microscope and we observed that our third method centrifugation with oxidation had the highest average recovery rates averaging over 80 percent recovery for both soil and sand samples. As for our first method, oleophilic extraction, this actually had the lowest average recovery rates, averaging 30 to 40% recovery for both soil and sand samples. To conclude, we learned that organic matter can obscure and or absorb microplastics. We also learned that minimal transfer processes may lead to higher recovery. And by transfer processes, we just mean transferring from a beaker to a glass to a tube and kind of just minimizing those processes to potentially have a higher recovery. We also learned that particles with higher densities cannot be easily extracted from soil. So what does this mean for our future work? Since method three had the highest recovery rates out of all three methods, we will use method three, centrifugation with oxidation for future microplastic soil extraction studies. So method three will be used to measure contamination of microplastics in soils, manure, and biosolids, to measure contaminations of microplastics in soil, different soil types, and to classify recovery rates for different resins of microplastics or microplastics with ranging densities. To move on, during the 2020-2021 academic school year, Mayuka research will focus on the migration of micro or nanoplastics in soil columns to simulate transport of microplastics in groundwater systems. Thank you for listening to my presentation today.